what's up everybody welcome back to another episode of all things super i am one of your host spotter joined by mr vip frankie washington how are you doing today sir i am awesome thank you for asking how are you sir <laughs> i am doing fantastic i'm happy to be here another day another episode if you didn't know all Things Super is where every week we come together to talk about movies, TV shows, trailers, all relating to the superhero genre. And we ask the question, is it super? But if you like that, you can subscribe to is the YouTube it? channel. We're going to find <laughs> out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search for All Things Super on YouTube. You can find us on all major podcast streaming services, or you can tweet at us at ATSuperPod to join in on the conversation. But this week... A little bit different. Uh, a little bit different. We're not reviewing uh, a movie. We're not reviewing no, a TV show. We're not reacting no, to a trailer. We got a little no. bit of law in the content right now. Uh, if you remember last week, last week was uh, I, I don't even know what to call it, but it was just an explosion of superness with our review of everything everywhere all at once we had a trailer reaction to the boys season three trailer we had a trailer reaction to she hulk attorney at law so we gave you a lot of super content last week but we're gonna turn it down just a little bit (laughs) you're welcome but we're gonna turn down just a little bit right now what we're gonna do is we are going to focus on the mcu more specifically the future of the MCU. So right now we are smack dab in the middle of phase four, but we want to see exactly where is the MCU going? What's going to happen? We know that all of these stories are supposed to come together and give us sort of an Avengers level ensemble at some point, at some point. Um, So we're going to take a look at all the properties that have come out so far in phase four and then all the properties that have Mm. yet to come out in phase four. We're going to talk about how they're interconnected and see exactly what they're heading towards. And it's a conversation, Spider. It's a conversation that's uh, looking at some of the real things that's happening, some of the real contracts or, you know, things that's happening on the outside that's kind of influencing the way the story may go or may not go or where we might just like to see it go. Cause what's that you say? It's not a spoiler if we predicted it and it's, and it, uh, and it's accurate. Yeah. Well, some people might disagree, but <laughs> you can't spoil something that hasn't happened yet. That's the definition of a spoiler. A spoiler is you spoiling oh, they something. They told me the whole plot of Ironheart and it hadn't even been done filming yet. I mean, if we guess exactly. it right, that's not a spoiler. That's a correct prediction. That means that means they need to just add us to the team so we can steer them in a different direction and cut maybe the they won't have people. That's what they need to do. They need to cut the chat. Anthony Mackey said the best, right? You're right. Cut the chat. <laughs> so well, let's talk about where we are so far in phase four. So for phase four so far, the films that have come out, we've had Black Widow, we've had Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, we've had Eternals, We've had Spider-Man No Way Home. We've had Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. For TV shows, all of Disney Plus, we've had WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've had Loki, 
What If, Hawkeye, and Moon Knight. So that's six mm. TV shows, two, three, four, five, five movies so far. It's about dominating your entertainment. And this is just in the last two years. Not even the last two years, the last, yeah, last year and a half, really. Yeah. Because one of them started in January of 21. Yeah, COVID hit and everything had to stop. And then when we started piecing, because remember, MCU had a whole different lineup. Yeah. It was supposed to kick off with, what, the Eternals, wasn't it? It was supposed to kick off with the Eternals and then Black Widow and Doctor Strange was ahead of time and... Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before No Way Home originally, I believe. Mm. So yeah, everything got everything got changed up. Loki, I think, as far as the Marvel shows were concerned, I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to come out first, then Loki, then end with WandaVision. But WandaVision Mm. ended up coming out first. Way to handle a fumble. Life throws at you and you got to be able to dodge it like dodgeball and be able to adapt and that's what dodge, Kevin Feige du- came yep, in dive and dodge yeah right and if you can <laughs> dodge a wrench <laughs> you can dodge a pandemic I mean don't get me wrong they were affected in, in various ways but at the same yeah. time they were able to reorganize their calendar and restructure their storyline that would make sense now does it all make sense no not the least. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's some timeline, there's some connecting threads, yeah. but overall, hey, it's it's a little think messy. Think about how smart Marvel is, right? Because right. their timeline was pretty starting to be established, but now since you in story define the fact that the one who remains is gone, which branches the timeline, which is explaining why you can have. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2 enter into a MCU Spider-Man movie right. and all these other things that's happening that's outside of the timeline, how far back it goes, we don't really know because the, the he who remains sits outside of the time stream. Mm-hmm. Not in any time stream, he sits outside. So there's no telling when this implicates. See, they think big picture and I love them for they thinking big picture. So the things that's happening can predate back to whenever they want. There's an event that's coming, which, you know, according to everybody that does these type of videos, is Secret Wars, where these incursions are going to happen. And you're going to have these different storylines of stopping this from happening. We're going to have a universal war, which Ms. Mendes talked about in a previous video where she said that there was a multiversal war. This goes into the storyline of Cain the Conqueror. Right is fighting his variants in different universes to create one secret timeline where he rules all. That's a threat. And if that's where the MCU is going, that's going to be interesting to see because, and this is just my opinion, or it may be an early spoiler or prediction, they're going to have to fight him on multiple fronts, multiple universes. They're going to have to fight them in multiple timelines. And I think this is going to get a lot of people confused. They're trying to understand the timeline versus the universe. But there's a universe in every timeline. Right. So 
all those, and they did a perfect job for me. If anybody else don't see the depiction of it, each string in Loki was a different timeline. But inside this timeline, there's still pocket dimensions and um, universes inside of there and planets inside of there. It's just a timeline, and they all kind of weave together to create one sacred timeline, which none of those events or even catastrophic events would release a variant of Cain. So it made sense. But now that he who remains is gone, everything is up for grabs. Everything is out, out of control. And there will be multiple Kings that these Avengers or Young Avengers or even Dark Avengers and regular Avengers and Avengers Cousins and Midnight <laughs> Suns and you know, everyone's going to have to get together and fight this villain because he's going to be that much of a, if done right, right, he's going to be that much of a hand fill. The question that I'm going to ask you, though, Spider, is that's established. For those of us in our realm, we know this. But what many villains are we going to see along the way? Because that we're getting Gore the, God, Gore the God Butcher, right, villain, and they're introducing these other gods, like uh, Zeus. I think Zeus is going to get slaughtered. Um, Hercules and all these other ones that are known by Disney. And you, you'll start to see those interact. I think those characters are going to stay, which they do in the comics. And at the same time, there'll be other villains. Who are you rooting for or who do you think we're going to see? And while you answer that thought-provoking <laughs> question, Sips tea, if tea is in cup. We don't know what's in that cup. Uh, and it's quite, honestly, it's a bit alarming. <laughs> but uh, that is a great question because the thing about it is that looking at the slate of movies that we have coming up, we know Gore the God Butcher is going to be your antagonist, your villain in Thor Love and Thunder. We know that it's already been confirmed Jonathan Majors is coming back as King of the Conqueror and Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Um, as far as the other films, because we have Black Panther Wakanda Forever, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Which Volume going 3. To, that, that's going to be Namor the Submariner. They've been hinting at him for years. It's going to be mm -hmm. great to see him on screen. Um, obviously, uh, the Guardians are going to have to be introduced to Adam Warlock, though right. I don't think Adam Warlock is going to be the villain. I think there'll be a little trade-off, but he's going to end up being on the side of good because he is in the comic books. Now, his counterpart, uh, which is his negative side, uh, he will more than likely be the villain. But again, Guardians is a great place to stack a lot of cosmic villains and cosmic threats into as well. And I hope they don't overcrowd it. But again, I'm not really worried. James Gunn has a great way of introducing minor characters. I mean, he introduced Sylvester Stallone as a Ravenger, and we haven't seen him since. Right. Will it be a callback to that? You know, because who doesn't want to see Psy? in the MCU. Come on, man. And Ben Reigns is in that thing. Ben Reigns was standing there in the MCU like, you see me? I'm in the MCU. <laughs> you know, I would love to see where they go with, with the, um, the Everything Everywhere All at Once review. Michelle Yeoh, she was she was a rapper as well. In the MCU. I mean, she's already in the MCU. Know. She was in Shang-Chi, hey. so she's in the MCU so twice. Double the MCU. 
how many people can say that on their call? Come on, man. Uh, incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Let her do her th- that. Let them meet. Let them meet and have it be like <gasps> Rick and Morty. I, I cannot <laughs> imagine. <laughs> I cannot imagine a situation where Michelle Yeoh's character and Guardians would meet her character from Shang-Chi. Like, I, I can't see, I can't see that meeting happen. I, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I am definitely not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying that I, in my I small, uneducated brain, I can't see that I those see two storylines cross. And have a twin battle. It'll be the most <laughs> epic shit ever. To have some the earth base, uh, and she knows how to uh, fight as well. To so have an earth face base fight, and then this out of space combat. Oh my god, I can't. Ooh, the excitement. I need medic. <laughs> but yeah, and then we got uh, the Marvels coming out. It's just that because <clears throat> it seems like your movies are more focused on your villains, whereas your TV shows are more focused on developing the story arcs of your protagonists, your heroes. Because you think about WandaVision, you think about Loki, you think about. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, right? So all of those shows, because WandaVision, Agatha was the quote-unquote antagonist. We didn't find out that right. Agatha was the villain until like the second to last episode, right? Yeah, it was Agatha all along. Right, it was Agatha all along, but we didn't know that. We just thought that something was going on. Wanda was in, in prison in the city for some reason, right? Uh, Loki, we didn't really find out about Kane the Conqueror, he who remains. We didn't find out about him until close to the end of the season, right? Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes, there was the power broker. Yes, they brought in Baron Zemo, all this other kind of stuff, John Walker and everything. But it was really there to service as seeing Bucky kind of clear himself of the brainwashing that the, that Hydra put on him. It was about Sam coming into his own as Captain America. I gotta say, I gotta say this when they, when she, his arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole show. I didn't, did you know she could do that? I didn't know she could mm-hmm. do that. <laughs> and how he reset it. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That little arm swing. <laughs> but wow. but and so that's WandaVision, Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You look at um Moon Knight, we learn more about Steven and Mark and his struggle, sort of his story arc, how he came to be, how he became Moon Knight, then Amit, because Amit didn't get released till the last episode. They didn't fight Amon until the last episode. Yeah, we had Arthur Harrow kind of going throughout the whole thing, but we didn't really learn about Arthur Harrow. We didn't really feel too threatened by Arthur Harrow because it wasn't about him. It was about introducing the MCU audience to Moon Knight. And then we have Hawkeye, right? So Hawkeye, the, the villain of Hawkeye, was supposedly Kingpin. It was uh, Eleanor Bishop, right? They were the villains of the story, but the real story going throughout the entire series was 
Hawkeye sort of coming to terms, one, coming to terms with losing Natasha because we never really saw him like properly grieve losing her when we could see that it was still affecting him being able to sort of leave the Avengers life behind so he could actually spend time with his family and then introducing a new Hawkeye with Kate Bishop and developing her as a character. So all of these different shows focus more on the the protagonist versus the antagonist. We do have an antagonist present because, of course, you got to give something for the hero to do. The hero, the hero has to have some type of motivation and everything, right? And so you have your movies. Your movies are focused on your villains. Your movies are showing the villains trying to do something more so than what they're showing in the TV shows. So, like I said, um, like you said, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, that's going to be Namor. Uh, but then at some point, it's going to be a situation where Namor, because they're not going to kill Namor. Um, but there, there's going to be conflict between, uh, Atlantis and Wakanda and whatever that turns into, there'll be a big battle and then they'll come to like some type of like agreement for lack of a better term. Here, like, look, I don't well, like you, thing, but here's you the know. thing, Spider, um, for the uninitiated like ourselves, is that enough to keep the general audience heavily involved because if there are no real stakes, if no one's going to die, remember we talked about this before, it's the world mm -hmm. of comic books. Right. In, in my opinion, tell the story. Story above everything. And right. So, whatever. <laughs> story above everything. Tell the great story. If he's got to die, kill him. If you want him to have an impact, show how much he meant to that person because when that person feels his death or her death, we should feel their death. Right. But if they have to die, they have to die. Kill them and let that motivate them and keep the story going. But at the same time, if you want them to save the day, let them save the day. Right. And if we're going into this to see how they save the day, but they're really... Remember we had that conversation about that really in no stakes, you know that they're going to live. Right. Just we're going to see how they save the day. Right. Yeah, but you you don't feel invested because there are no stakes. Why do we care? You're going to save the day. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he'll figure it out. Unless you're going for just eye candy, you're, in, you're not getting the story that you rightfully deserve. That's all I'm saying. No, and I agree. And I think that Wakanda Forever is going to be a very sort of um, kind of like exception to that whole rule because we know for the most part, like if we go into another Hawkeye title and it's starring Kate Bishop, we know Kate Bishop's not going to die. We don't know what's going to happen to Kate Bishop, but we know Kate Bishop's not going to die because, again, we've the been talking about the young coming. Avengers. The young Avengers are coming, and she's going to be a part of that. Um, you know, we know all of these behind-the-scenes things about contract signings, how many movie deals a person signed on. So we know if Tom Holland has another three movies in his deal, that we know that in No Way Home, even though everybody forgot about Spider-Man, it's not the end of Spider-Man. He's going to come back. Um, and that's not to say that Tom Holland has another three movies in his deal. I don't know how many movies he has left in his contract. But three. with kind of he does he three. have three? Oh, okay. Yeah, they signed him up for another trifecta. Uh, trifecta. Now, the question hmm. is, are we going to get the amazing director that we have and Mr. Watts come back? Is that the I, question? It depends on when they start filming again. 
Because hey, I know man, the man, the man needs time. a break. The man needs and a break. The man him. has been putting in some work. Three incredible Spider-Man movies. Yes. Three incredible. And if he needs a break, he needs a break. The question is, is he going to come back and direct the next three? Because if not, you're running a risk of somebody else taking the reins and not understanding the perfect vision all has created and they can lose momentum and it's not a it's spider-man fans you should know very much well as i are very particular about how they want their spider-man yes and if you got a winning formula you don't want to mess that up so i'm not going to say don't cut the check in fact i'll say just the opposite and say cut the check when the man's <laughs> ready to come back because it's such a delicate property now you don't want to mess it up yeah um Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> you know, what I was just saying that with Wakanda Forever is going to be something that's kind of a bit of an unknown because, uh, of course, with the untimely passing of Chadwick Boseman, we don't know exactly where they're taking the story now because, of course, we want to have a Black Panther in the MCU. And, it, and, it's, and it's kind of funny because when, when Chadwick passed, of course, the first question was, what's going to happen with Black what, Panther. What are we going to do? Right. And so there was a, an, an outcry of fans saying, don't recast Chadwick. Chadwick is the one true T'Challa. He's the only one that could play him. Don't recast him. Don't recast him. Don't recast him. And then as time went on, more and more people were like, well, if we're going to keep the Black Panther character, we don't want to see a CGI Chadwick Boseman, we don't want to see, you know, some digitized voice, but only ever see him in a mask. And we don't want to see you digitify him uh, and to the character. So maybe we should recast. And then it's like, as time went on, it was more and more of, of an outcry to recast Black Panther, recast Black Panther. So I don't think that there's a, even been an official announcement. If there's been someone that has been recast as T'Challa, it's like the only thing we know know right now I that... if i was a if i was a company i wouldn't announce it i would do a secret contract and mm -hmm. do the reveal in the movie and i'm right. pretty sure because they are great at spotting talent yes. i'm pretty sure whoever they give it to they've they definitely vetted this individual um it's going to be life-changing for them and i'm gonna be honest with you they cannot fill the shoes of mr bozeman no. And they shouldn't try to. They should do the character their own way mm -hmm. and put their own spin on it and make it their own and step back from that and be proud of that work and let that work speak for itself. Right. I don't know. I don't know who they're casting, but I know the world is watching because such an impact that Chadwick Boseman made for right. that character. And it's not unlike the MCU to recast an actor. It's not like it hasn't happened before. It happened with this is true. It happened with Bruce Banner. It happened with James Rhodes. So it's not like it's something that can't be done. You know? But I know I know because I know the MCU fans, regardless of who they pick, the people are going to scrutinize him to a T with the hardest microscope, every single thing that this actor does as T'Challa, they're going to compare it with everything that Chadwick did. And cool. honestly, it's not he fair. He said Wakanda forever wrong. 
he put he his right arm over the left instead of putting the left arm over the right. He didn't do the salute right. right. Get when him out he of the MCU. went like this, the claws came out. <laughs> You're supposed to go like that. Then the claws come out. He ain't the Black Panther. He ain't my Black Panther. Right. <laughs> He might be how, how, how much how much do you want to bet when that movie comes this out if they, if they, they, they recast T'Challa how much do you want to bet that hashtag not my Black Panther is going to be trending can we put stock in on that can we, can <laughs> I, don't, we, I don't think we can copyright a hashtag if you could I think that would be well, a, a safe bet Hashtag it on our stuff. Let's see if it's gonna get some time. Well, of, of course, whoever they, they decide to put in that role will give them the benefit of the doubt. Let the man prove himself. Let let who I say man. Let whoever they give the mantle of Black Panther prove themselves. If they give the Black just, Panther mantle to somebody else and it's not a character named T'Challa, let them prove themselves. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And it's not just that. Whoever's going to fill the, the shoes of, of Wolverine is going to mm-hmm. face the same scrutiny. It's when right. you have these iconic characters being played by these iconic actors who are stepping away from the role. Iron Man's going to be the same thing. Are they going to look at Ironheart with the same scope as Iron Man? They shouldn't. They they're really shouldn't. Totally it's two they're two totally different, different characters. characters. Two totally different characters, but you're going to have the die-hard Iron Man fans look at Ironheart and say, that ain't my Iron Man. She's not Iron Man. She's right. Ironheart. She's totally different. The only similarities that they may have possibly if the MCU decides to use it going went to the same school, which is MIT. If they do, if they go that route. I think she yeah. is an MIT student in the comics. Yes. I don't remember. And I think but, that the... The prevailing theory of what happened and how she got into creating her own Iron Man suit. Because you remember in Civil War, Tony was giving his presentation at MIT and he told the entire like student body, he's like, all of your projects have been fully funded. Oh yeah, I can't wait till they go back to that. If they don't go back to that, that's a missed opportunity. So because I, just, yeah. just to show her in a crowd is enough, bam, to have her go off and do her own thing. Right. I love that exactly. part. Exactly, and so that, that's what if, that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. If that's not a spoiler, if that's not a spoiler, <laughs> sorry, the spoiler filled with rubber predictions, spoiler right. filled predictions. Um, again, we're missing the iron aspect in the MCU right now. Nobody has suits, so when we get Ironheart, that's probably going to spin off of Armor Wars, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Armor Wars has been out. I, I see these two clashing and coming together at some point in time with War Machine and then Ironheart coming together. And if it's nothing but a quick cameo in each other's worlds, it's enough for me because we're missing right. that iron factor of the MCU. We're also missing that leader factor that we clearly are not going to get from Captain Britain. I mean, Captain Peggy Carter. What's her name? Captain? Captain Carter. Captain Carter. But wasn't she Miss Carter? When they did the TV show? No, she was Agent Carter. Agent Carter. Okay. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the lack of Avengers are missing a leader right. and a tech guy and a muscle because smart, smart Hulk, Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. isn't really hulking out these days. 
he's kind of on his own island doing his own Dr. Manhattan type of stuff. Right. Um, we have no Avengers. What's go- what's coming down the pipeline in the MCU? I mean, who's going to come together when, not if, but when this threat hits? Right. Could could there be a potential invasion again of the Kree? Looking at Miss, Mar- I mean Captain Marvel, since we're marveling. <laughs> Ronan the Accuser says he's coming back for the woman. Interesting how they're playing off of this. And we had already seen Ronan the Accuser killed in Guardians of the Galaxy. So right. again, for if you're listening this far and you're still figuring out what are they talking about, we're talking about the MCU as a whole and where is it going and what we're expecting to see or what they're not going to show or they should show. Anyway, let's give you a keynote and back to what I'm saying. <laughs> so we saw Ronan alive at the end of Miss Marvel, which we know he dies at, at the, the end of Guardian of the Gap. Yeah, you're right. I'm wrong. And I'm okay <laughs> with saying that, world. You're right. I'm wrong. Um, he's alive at the end of Captain Marvel, but he dies in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Interesting choice that they made that decision to make. Why? Are they going to put the Marvels in the timeline? And again, if they don't, because the timeline is all wibbly wobbly, since he who remains is dead, where are they going to put this Ms. Marvels? the marbles in the timeline because it has to make sense. They've got to put it current day. <laughs> they, they have they to can. because, they, but they have to, because the thing about it is why would you include Monica Rambeau in the marbles if she doesn't already have powers? Okay. And so if you do it before Monica got powers, Monica got snapped away during the blip. Okay, this so if true. we do it five years prior, Kamala Khan is in elementary school at that point, probably. So why did we do this? Then why do we insist that Roman Ronan is coming? Ronan the Accuser. Mm-hmm. Got to say the whole name like a pit name. Slip back. Ronan the Accuser is coming back for the woman. He states it. Is this a plot hole, Spider? Is this something that we're going to see later on in the MCU? I. I'll say this. I hope not. I hope that is, I hope because it would make, it would make literally no sense to, if you have, because originally what was supposed to be Captain Marvel two got turned into the Marvels. Right. And so I don't think that any subsequent, if there is going to be a new Captain Marvel movie after the Marvels, it would make no sense to go back from the nineties in Captain Marvel to 2024, 2025, when you have the Marvels and then go back to the early 2000s to see whatever happened between Carol and Ronan and Captain Marvel 2 or Captain Marvel versus the Kree or whatever they want to call it. It, it the, the, the back and forth, they, we don't need it. We don't need it. Mm. Could they put a, a flashback or some type of... If the Marvels started, that was the next question I was about to ask you. Can they so, clean so up here's what this spotlight? The only way they can clean that up is if, for example, if they do some type of flashback in the Marvels, or if the Marvels starts with Carol in the early 2000s, use some kind of. I think it would be stupid to do it either way, but if they do some type of, it starts because what was what movie was that? Um. 
Yeah, I can't think of the movie, but you know, basically movies start, uh, they start like they start in the past and then they have that one scene in the past to kind of set up whatever's going to happen later on in the film. And then they jump forward to current day. Right. Don't so do don't do it. That's a so here's what I'm thinking. Here's what, here's what I'm thinking. Um, because obviously in the Marvels, you have to show exactly why Monica hates Carol why Monica doesn't even want somebody to say Carol Danvers' name. What animosity that she has towards Carol. that in WandaVision. These right. are strong plot points that they put emphasis on to carry us over because it, it, it sparks intrigue. Like, whoa, what happened? I thought, because the last time we seen them together, she was a child, seeing her Auntie Carol fly off into space they were right. good. She was inspired. She mm-hmm. wanted to glow like her auntie Carol. Right. Nick Cage. Um, no, <laughs> Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Fury. Uh, remember? <laughs> not the beast. Like, Nick Cage coming in and all of it? <laughs> because he needs to be in the MCU right now. He needs to save this thing. Oh, um, and only Nick Cage can do it. Um, so you're, you're trying to, you're trying to figure out how that relationship turns sour. Right. Again, is this something that we're going to get resolved with, or we're just going to brush that under the rug, kind of like Ronan? I, I feel like they could, they could answer that question about what happened and how Monica and Carol fell out easier than they can bring Ronan back and try to figure out exactly how they're going to resolve that, that conflict. Or maybe is, is maybe, Ms. Marvel going to be the peacemaker? Go ahead. Uh, I'll answer that question in a second. The thought I just had was that maybe, and this is kind of a way to explain off why maybe Ronan never came back for Carol is because he learned of, another infinity stone he learned of the power stone so his attentions were then turned to the power stone versus coming back for carol because in his pursuits of her in order to find something that he felt would be equivalent to her power to battle her he learned of the power stone started going after the power stone or at least learned of the power stone from thanos thanos sent him to go get the power stone and we all know how that turned out in guardians yeah. So either way, you it's need, it's it's probably little... Guardians of Galaxy on uh, Disney Plus. I'm just gonna put that <laughs> out there. It is so super. It, it, either way, bringing Ronan back into the fold for the Marvels is going to be, um, it, it's it's gonna be messy. It, it's it there's see there's no at least like we said, Disney is smart. Marvel is smart. Kevin Feige has his whole plan about everything. It seems like he has an idea as to how to fit everything in. So him including uh, Ronan in Captain Marvel is not just a fluke thing. It's not just, oh, we're going to throw Ronan in just to throw Ronan in. Because honestly, you, you cut Ronan out of the movie, you could put anybody into that space to shoot missiles at Earth. You know, you could put any character. It didn't have to be Ronan. So there was a particular reason why they introduced Ronan or, or brought back Ronan for Captain Marvel. So I'm not saying that is he's not going to come back. I just say that as of right now, I can't see a smart way to reincorporate him into the Marvels after he was already killed in Guardians of the Galaxy and it not detracting away from 
the story behind what's going to be the Marvels because the Marvels still need an antagonist. It needs a villain. So who's that villain going to be? And so if it's not going to be occurring in the past, because obviously uh, Ronan died in 2014, 2015, however long it took for them uh, to go to Morag for Peter to get the, uh, the power stone, they get locked up, guardians come together, all of this stuff. So it was probably about like a three. I don't know how the time works in space because it's, <laughs> it is what it is, but I would say that in between 2014 exactly and 2015, how it works. you look at your clock and it is what it is. And you're like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Right. But so that had happened between 2014 and 2015. So if they're not going back in time, because you go back to 2014, 2015, like I said, Mala would be a baby at that point. Um, and so, of course, she won't have her powers. Uh, Monica Rambeau won't have her powers. And Carol is off somewhere in space. So that's not much of a movie. So the only way I can see that happening, bringing Ronan back in it, is if they have some sort of... Just like with... Um, with Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Spoilers if you didn't see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But the movie starts off... Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! The movie starts off and Doctor Strange is already in a fight. That's as much as I'll say about it. But the movie starts off, Doctor Strange is already in a fight. Um, No spoiler at all. (laughs) (laughs) No spoiler alert! No spoiler! It it spoils if you wanted the movie to start off calmly. If you thought the movie was if you thought, if you thought the movie, if you thought the movie was starting off with the wedding, it doesn't start off with the wedding. It starts off with a fight. There's a spoiler right there. But that's the only way that I can see it. Is if the Marvels starts off with Carol in a fight with Ronan, some type of battle. She beats Ronan. Ronan Ooh. runs away again, and then they flash forward to post Endgame by now. Cut the check. That's the only way I can see it. But like I said, we still we still need we still need an antagonist for the Marvels. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know who they who this threat with these uh in Miss Marvel. There we've seen the trailer. There are these people in armor with these weapons that are going to be showing up. Um, then I I would have to go back and look at the trailers again because I don't know if the people in armor with their weapons in Miss Marvel trailer are the same people with the weapons in the She-Hulk trailer. I don't know if those are the same people. So I have to go back and I'll have to look at their uh, attire to see if that matches. But we could be dealing with the same entity, maybe trying to round up superpowered individuals or we don't know what's going on with that. I needed to be Lady Sith mind controlled by somebody else coming down with earth with some goons just to tighten it up and then they come down and you know say wait Seth hold on slow down it's us we're the good guys you know Thor right Thor I know Thor I like Thor come out of the mind control and then turn around (laughs) and go I mean because you know you say Thor and then all women just Thor is that the way it works Try it. Try to say Thor to your <laughs> to your wife and watch what happens. I we, guarantee we, you. We just, I guarantee you. We just gotta live work. with that. But no, oh, I she, guarantee you it works. She, no, she, let me cash up you right Chris, now so you would, can get this back. I will tell you, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. He's not attracted to him. Chris Pratt. 
She's definitely not attracted Chris's. to Chris Pratt. All, all oh the Chris's. God, she is horrible. not attracted to them. 100%. I could call that's her up horrible. on Discord right now and bring her to the call. I will let no. you know she no. is not She is not attracted to them. She, Thor doesn't man. do it for her. Thor does You're not do it for man. her. I, I, I'm, I'm lucky <laughs> as, long as, as long as Michael B. What's Jordan that? doesn't step in the What's picture. What's that coming in? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because that long as... leads me to the next question that I'm about to ask you. Okay. Will we will we see the return of Michael B. Jordan? Mm. I hope so. I hope so. Because I hope so too. So here here's my thing about Black Panther. So we saw we saw Eric Killmonger get stabbed at the end of Black Panther with his fight uh, in his fight with T'Challa. He had beautiful, beautiful villain arc. Beautiful villain arc. His 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 methods were unconventional, extreme, his, very extreme, unjustifiable. But his reasons had purpose. His reasons That's were substantiated. Right. They had purpose. And like he said, he said, "I would rather be." Well, and I don't, I don't want to the get the quote, quote wrong. The quote was, and I'm going to say it wrong. I got this one, Spider. I'll <laughs> take, take it for you, buddy. I don't want to say it wrong. Bury me say it in the wrong. ocean next to my ancestors because they knew that death was better than a life in bondage. He, if, sure if, if, if it wasn't the exact quote, it, it was damn close to it. I but gave it my all. <laughs> it's appreciated. I'm sure everybody, and leave it in the comments if you appreciated that quote. You appreciate the effort. Give him a, give Mr. VIP wow. Frank and Washington that A for effort. I was about to change my name to Chris so people could love me. <laughs> everybody except Michelle. For everyone, everybody so, except yeah, Michelle. Well, I need, I need it unanimous. Some the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> only, only gets by with a unanimous vote. Not the other one. Yeah, I'm we're not going to worry. We're not worried about the comment. <laughs> oh, the real Illuminati. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You start to do that. And all of a sudden, those numbers shoot up. It's like, I knew it. I knew it was the, the whole time. But um, no, I would like to see him come back. I would like to, for whatever reason, uh, T'Challa just didn't let him die. You know, bring him back. Um, or Or honored his request and buried him at sea where Namor took him and brought him back to life. Seems very simple, very logical. Uh, honor your request, cousin. He man say, bury me at sea. Buried him at sea. He goes down. And then Namor's like, I'm sick of y'all sending y'all shit down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, this is a, this this is a man, you know? And, and, and here's the thing. Willie buried him in... Wakanda garbs. So you're looking at, I mean, you know, he, honestly, he was royalty. He was part of the royal he family. Was, exactly. So if he get buried in garbs and buried at sea, as per his request, and Neymar sees him floating down and they see this, oh, this is Wakandan royal colors, and mm -hmm. why would they? And then they have tech too, so they just bring him back to life. You see him wake up, and oh shit. <laughs> Whoever the new Black Panther is, that's he or that, she. There's an antagonist for you in Wakanda Forever. So not only Namor, but a resurrected Killmonger. Nobody's really dead in comics. Sorry. And to waste a talent like Michael B. Jordan is 
crazy. If he's willing yeah. to come back and him and Ryan Coogler are friends personally. Right. So it's a phone call and an ask and it's, I got you. Marvel's going to work let me it take, out. Let me but, take a break for, on Creed 3 and hop into this Black Panther real quick. Yeah, because Creed 2 wasn't super at all. No disrespect to anybody. But I think Michael B is directing Creed 3, so... Oh, is he? I didn't know that one. Grow your hair back out, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And let whoever whipped it up the first time whip it again. In fact, it could be a little longer because, you know, they could put the extension in. But the point is... Or you could cut it off. I mean, just like if he's in that... No, no, the women want to see them locks. (laughs) No, but I'm saying, but if he's in Atlantis, it's just something about it's easier to make somebody appear like they're underwater if they got shorter hair. I think, I think Ryan got it. <laughs> I, I, we'll see. I think we'll Ryan see. Got it. But I think um, Ryan might do that one in the sleep. And I, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing more of those long takes, those long action scene fight takes, because he weave them in so well. Yeah, it is. It is his signature thing, and he has done a great job at it. But I, I don't want to get off topic because you know how I get, Spider. Mm-hmm. Who else we're gonna see in the MCU going forward? Here's somebody I think that nobody is really gonna say. What I'll you go got? on record and say it. Annihilus. And the okay. Annihilus wave. Small. Where will he show up? I think he's gonna show up somewhere. I I want to say Ant Man, but I can't say Ant Man because we know that's where Jonathan Majors is gonna come and destroy everything. Right. So Annihilus is more of a space situation. Mm-hmm. Um, question is outside of Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor, who else do we really have in space? Hmm. I mean, mm. all we really have Captain is Captain Marvel. You mean as far as heroes go? I mean, as far as MCU. Now we know we have a lot of people in the comic books, but yeah. I'm saying in in the MCU world, six one six, which is weird that they made it six one six now. Yeah, it's. It's not the comic world it would be. It made no sense that they made a 616. I'm just going to be honest with you. It should have mm-hmm. It should have been the 9, the 9, the 9, the 9. Yeah, 19, it, it was else. like 199999, something like that. They should have just looked at that. Because now yeah. you're saying that the MCU universe is the same as the comics universe. It's just... Right. And it's and clearly that, that not. It's sense. clearly it's really not. not. But um, but yeah, I don't think Kevin knew about that. That was that I think Kevin was on vacation and they slid that one in because I don't saw, think he would have made that. He went and saw Multiverse and Man. It's like motherfuckers. Like no, <laughs> he didn't. He got up and walked out. <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> this was not approved. I can't see it making sense. Raimi not coming back again. Want, again. Say what you want about DC because I often do. <laughs> At least they start out with like <laughs> I often do. At least they start out with the generosity as having Earth One, Earth Two, and you right. can follow along that that way. Yeah. This number system, like the librarian is fired. I can guarantee you right now. <laughs> Go back to the Dewey Decimal it. System. 
the Dewey Decimal System is the, the standard. We need to go back to that. Okay. This veering off the path has got us all what? Now it's lies. I'm not in what universe? Okay. Yeah. So it's madness, in, I guess, in that multiversal sense. Definitely madness. Really wasn't multiversal madness. So uh, incursions that happened on the back of Doctor Strange, and that's what he's going off with Shalice Theron to uh, eliminate. Now, I was just talking about with the missus not too long ago before we even saw the strange and the multitude of the controversial of the stuff. Yeah. And I was saying, hey, you think they'll ever allegedly still be in the MCU? And we both looked at each other and said, that'd be crazy not to. Fast forward to Doctor Strange, we looked at each other like, we could write this shit. Called it. So at any at any point, if any of this comes true, just go ahead and go back to the video, hit a thumbs up, and be like, "I rock with those guys. They're ahead of their time." Go but in the, the comments, put a timestamp. Say, "Look at forty three minutes." Spider and Mister VIP Frank and Washington called this, and we'll see. You know, we'll see it in the future, three four years down hey, the line. They'd be like, hey, "They called it. They called they it. They called it." And it's not like <laughs> we know. It's just, we know better. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like that. Oh, so we're stopping Mm. incursions from happening. Are we going to see Dormammu again? Maybe. It's possible. She's going into the dark dimension. She's she's, she's Dormammu's niece. So, So, I mean, one would think... That there, there, that there at least be a mention of his name at, at the very I least. Wanna... There's a mention of Dormammu. Okay, so if this is the case, how are we going to see Dormammu? Because we're over these clouds, entities, right? Mm-hmm. You can't come in with the cloud, it doesn't work. The fantastic stick tried to do it. It's anytime the villain is a cloud, Green Lantern tried to do it. The villain is a cloud, don't make the villain a cloud, okay. Green Lantern to do a lot that it didn't do. <laughs> they 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 hired the right actor. Tiger TT and Ryan Reynolds. Hey, if it was yeah. never that movie, we may not have. Now that's something I would like to see. A Tiger TT directed Ryan Reynolds Deadpool freaking movie. It would break mm. the internet. It would break the theaters. That would that's what be. that. Would. They're friends already. They worked on Green Lantern together. They were a free guy together. Worked on Free Guy together. So I don't think they had any scenes together in Free Guy, though. I mean, they were in the same movie, but I don't think they had any scenes together. They need to break cinema. (laughs) That's it. Just cut the check. I don't even write the script. Cut it. Anyway, let him write, let Tiger write it, and uh, let Ryan do his thing, and just let the magic happen. Anyway, so the question is, will we see Dormammu again? And the question after that is, what depiction are we going to see him? Please don't make him a cloud. Right. Um, I would like to see him in a human form, but maybe some type of CGI on the face yeah. to resemble what we saw in this cloud. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be cool, because that's how he is in the comics. Right. And... What part will he play? Will it be a, just a conversation between him and Strange of, you know, hey, you're keeping your promise not to come back to Earth, right? You still got right. that 
goddamn time stone? And he's like, <laughs> no, no, I don't. And then like, okay, yeah, I'll keep my promise. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's back on earth making mindless ones. Right. So <laughs> I think there's a uh, potential to see him. Can't guarantee it because I'm not Marvel, but mm-hmm. I would like to. Um, another thing I would like to see is uh, as far as villains is is more structured organization villains and when i say this let me explain on mm. earth we have hammer industries we right. have start tech we have osborne or oscorp uh and we have the baxter building with the fantastic but there's all these other corporations like shield and sword mm. and aim you know, rocks on yeah so loki showed you this type of democracy and and, and and structure. In fact, all these movies in phase four are showing you some type of council of some sort, whether it be the timekeepers, which in the background is really Kane. Dr. Strange had to go against the Illuminati, which was a multiversal a versal council. And everyone's going up against these councils and making me think that we may get one of one of Marvel's biggest storylines was the Council of Reed Richards defending Galactus. Um, there's no secret that the Galactus is coming, maybe not in phase five or six, but he's definitely on his way. You're going to need all of Earth to f- probably fight him because he's coming to eat the planet. So right. you're going to have villains and heroes have to unite in that front to fight off something that's much of a threat as that is who's going to win and who's going to betray who is yet to be seen. I think Annihilus is coming that I don't know where he's coming. I think Dr. Doom is coming. I'm not sure where he's coming. I don't think he's going to be introduced in the Fantastic Four at all. But the question is, who would the villain be in the Fantastic Four? Because I think they're going to do right by Doom because he's such a beloved villain is to get his own anti-hero storyline. And here's the thing, these anti-heroes, uh, they're taking over, all these anti-villains, because they're making their storyline so more like Michael B. Jordan's uh, Killmonger, justifiable by that person. Right. They did it with Thanos, and they're trying to develop it with everyone else, because again, you now have a story about conflicting views, conflicting odds, not just, oh, I want to take over the world because I want to take over the world right? And, and the world is mine and that's not motivational at all. So the question is, why do you want to take over the world? And once you get those type of explanations, I can understand why he wants to do it. He's trying to save his daughter or save his son or his right and preservation. uh main motivation is that he he wants the best for his country he wants the best for latveria now like we say his methods may be a little unorthodox it may be a little extreme but he's doing i mean it's the same thing with with zemo and sokovia right the avengers destroyed sokovia and so Zemo is like, they have to pay. They need to be held accountable for what they did. And so he w- worked his way in to tear the Avengers apart from the inside. One of the best storylines they did for Dr. Doom that I found so compelling was he was actually trying to save his mother. And mm, he did not okay. have enough power 
to save her. Kind of like mm-hmm. almost like with the uh, what if Doctor Strange trying yeah. to break an absolute point. Well, this is how Doom became so power hungry because he felt as though if he would have had because Doom is the between magic and tech. Yeah, that's his his, his skill set. So he was trying to develop more power as well as more magical abilities to be able to save his mom. And there's a storyline that he actually kind of goes back in Underworld or Hades or something to save his mom and lose over and over again, which drives him to go back to reality and acquire more power to be able to, like, that's his motivation. Will MCU do that? I don't know. If they don't, it's, again, missed opportunity. But, again, I can't tell people what to do with their stuff. It's their stuff. They're going to tell the storyline that they want. <laughs> but I think that was a great storyline that can get people behind the character of Doom since he's going to be an anti-villain or not an anti-hero, but you're going to understand why he's this way. Right. And if they show the connection between his mom and himself growing up, and having her ripped away from him. And if I'm saying the storyline wrong, guys, I apologize. But I'm ready because I got two little paws in the comments, too. <laughs> I got thumbs. I got thumbs. I could comment back. Um, that's a great storyline that they should do. So, Dr. Doom, yes. No. Yes. Definitely coming. Um, mm. Are we going to see the king of the symbionts, which is K-U-L-L. This my, just don't look at that. That's bad sign language. That's not right. <laughs> call, is it, it's, it's, I think it's pronounced called, but is it the king of the symbionts? No. No, yeah, yeah. well, I was, I was right then. <laughs> um, it's when it relates to symbionts, I did mean somewhere along the line we gotta get the black suit. Symbiots already played a part at the end of Eternals. You've seen the black goo that was on the edge of the sword that when Mr. Dane Whitman, played by Kit Harrington, went reached to touch, right. it became somewhat liquidy. That was symbiote. That's the uh what do they call that sword? The ebony blade mm-hmm. possesses the user just like the dark hole would possess anybody that reads it. So right. the person be holding the sword becomes bloodlustful and start to basically having it corrupt your mind. You start attacking everybody. Uh, that's and how that works. No way home. But that, and in no way home, the little piece scene. of symbiote that stayed, which made zero sense, but none at we're all. Here for <laughs> Thanks. We had to get him in the MCU at some point in time, and we knew once we seen that little glob move. It's only a matter of time before it makes its way to Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and we get the reveal of the black suit. So are we going to go all the way to the origin of exactly where these symbiotes coming from? Or is that too far out? Is that like phase seven? I think <laughs> How many if... phases are we doing, Faggy? <laughs> <laughs> I know they are up to at least five. Are you introducing everybody in the MCU? Like everybody that's in the Marvel comics is coming, even the lame characters? You can't. It's too many. It's too many. But but anything, because we look at Venom, and even though Venom is outside of the MCU, Venom is a Sony property, 
um, and they introduced the other symbiotes in Venom, right? So you had Riot, and you had the rest of them. You had a goddamn mess is what you had. Just call it what it is. It's a blurry, blurry mess. A blurry, dark and... mess. Um, but so the thing I'm thinking is that... Oh, if by the go- way, if you were wondering, the Venom movies are not super, and I'll stand by that. <laughs> the first one and the second one. Does it have its parts? Yes. But is it super overall? No. If you want us to make a video and break it down even more why it's not super, let me know. I have no problem doing that for you. I do. It's a I favor do. for I me. Do don't want to watch them again <laughs> i don't i will i don't have to but i will for that i'll watch for, the first for, one and for the, the people from for the, the bad people week. i'll do it Everything. i'll do it i don't want to but i'll do it um but no because again if you're going back into the origin of the symbiotes i think that i i can't see that i can't see that being a part of the mcu i can't see it it, if they do it, it have to be way down the line. It, it's I feel like that's nowhere near priority right now. I feel like what they're trying to do is they're trying to get a wrangle on this multiverse thing because you have with the acquisition of Fox, you have mutants that you're trying to bring in, you have the Fantastic Four you're trying to bring in, you have Deadpool that you're trying to bring into the MCU. So I would imagine that that's your priority for Phase Five. Okay, so figuring that out, figuring what the story is going to be for your for your mutants, for your X Men, because you, we, the world is waiting, clamoring for X Men to show up in the MCU. As soon as we got, they had that little loophole that they were able to introduce uh, Juan and Pietro by calling them miracles instead of mutants. That was the beginning of like, okay, well, if you have those two. Who else can we bring into the MCU? Because we want everybody wants to see Wolverine. Everybody wanted to see Professor X. Everybody wanted to see Magneto. So we got Professor X in the cameo, even though it was a different universe. But yeah, why they had if to he can be like in that. one universe in the MCU, <laughs> then he can be brought into the MCU proper somehow, bringing him into our universe six one six or whatever. But I'm not I, claiming that. It's not, <laughs> it's not the 616. I can't it's do still, it. It's still it's just the MCU. It does, fuck the numbers. It's still the MCU. <laughs> um, but so that's, I would imagine that that's the priority. Bringing those Fox properties into the MCU, doing them justice. Um, and I, I feel like hopefully they, Deadpool has a very good team behind it ryan reynolds is that's near and dear to his heart so i'm hoping and praying excuse me that they will let him do what he does with deadpool so that they don't uh, muck it up or anything but being i feel like it would give him a lot more to do because now you can have deadpool interact with other mcu characters more most notably i was gonna say most notably spider-man but i don't think that they want to do that for the MCU because you can't take a so hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Spider-Man is probably one of the MCU's biggest cash grabs. Because Spider-Man okay. is family friendly. Spider-Man okay. is fun for all ages, where okay. Deadpool is not. And so you can't you can't bring can you bring if you're gonna bring Deadpool into a PG PG thirteen movie, they would have to seriously there would be a lot of meta commentary 
over mm-hmm. what Deadpool is trying to do because well, of course he wants to do this. some rated R stuff. They tried this. I How, know. What they, were the numbers for the Deadpool? The re-release? Uh, the PG-13 cut? Re-release, yes. What was I don't the numbers know. for that? I, I don't know. I would have to look those up. I'm not I sure. I saw it. It was the same movie with some cuts with Sahara Savage doing a wonderful with the Wonder Years type of thing. And yeah. It felt more like a like a special. It felt like USA Up All Night with Gilbert Godfrey and oh, what was her name? I can't remember her name. Damn it. But it was like that. Mm-hmm. That they just had conversations before and during the movie. Right. And they cut to that. And then, but the tone of the movie did feel different because mm-hmm. they took out all the profanity. They took out all the. Yeah. You took out you and, take out what makes Deadpool Deadpool essentially. And that's what the fans are worried about. And they said already there's gonna be an already movie, so they probably right. will not. I mean, just because they put Spider-Man in it doesn't mean Spider-Man has to drop an F bomb. No. Well, I'm saying they may bring Spider-Man into a Deadpool movie, but I don't think they'll bring Deadpool into a Spider-Man movie. Facts. And I wanna see oh, come on. People talk about the Suicide Squad, right? Mm-hmm. The one that James Gunn recently done. Um, I guess that's why he put D on it so he can. You got to differentiate between his. the two. <laughs> you have Suicide Squad and you have the Suicide Squad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everybody talk about that scene with uh, Peacemaker and Deadshot walking and killing everybody through the compound and. Mm-hmm. Realizing that they were freedom fighters. I thought that was a amazing scene. It's been <laughs> it was executed phenomenally because they're villains. Right. So they were killing freedom fighters right. in the process, not even meaning to. They thought they were the bad guys. So it was excellently done. To get that with Deadpool and somebody like a Wolverine. Just to go through <laughs> competition wise, slaughtering these, they could make them robots, they could make them androids, they could make them all whatever. Yeah, I think that would sentinels. be if you're gonna bring in the X Men Sentinels. Oh, that would be gold. Can we get Sentinels done the proper way though? It started out really good in um, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, then it got kind of weird with the mystique, shapeshifting abilities. It's like. Yeah. You had a good thing, you ruined it. Because I need to see Wolverine climb up a sentinel leg and start chopping them off at the knees and have this whole thing fall down. That's the type of X-Men I need. Yeah. We're digressing. Villains, coming up. <laughs> Who else you got? Uh, I mean, like you said, other than Annihilus... Sentinels is a the, villain, yeah. Yeah, Sentinels is a villain. So um, Magneto at some point, of course, if you're going to introduce the X-Men, you got to introduce Magneto. You can't do one without the other. You can't do X-Men. And again, that's another good anti-villain. You know, somebody who you understand his cause because we as a mutant race, we're being discriminated against. We're being treated poorly. Everybody is prejudiced against us. They think that just because we look different or that we have these powers. Come on. What type of show is this? That's getting like life. But I mean, that's what the the brotherhood is about. That's what the brotherhood is 
about. They're the Brotherhood of Mutants. We are tired of being treated poorly. We're tired of being mistreated. We're tired of being discriminated against. It's like, we have this X gene. This is the way we were born. This is not something that we can help, but you're going to treat me differently just because I have something that you don't, right? Or I look away that you don't. A safe haven for all mutants. Genosha. And unless you want to go to war, he... He really kind of lives in peace on his island. Right. He, you don't mess with him. You don't mess with you. Facts. And I think that should be the, 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 <laughs> the merit everyone lives by because you'll find yourself out of trouble. Right. Exactly. When we say before we started the show, keep your hands to yourself. That's all. That's all you got to do. Parents taught you right. Keep, keep your, your hands, hands to yourself. yourself unless you Mind your business. Dealt with. But, um... But yeah, I think, like, yeah, Annihilus, Galactus at some point, Doctor Doom's got to be coming soon. Uh, I was going to say... We do know Gore the God Butcher's coming. Yeah, we know Gore the God Butcher's coming in. I I was going to say Red Hulk because I know that they've been kind of, like, skirting around the idea of Thunderbolt Ross because, of course, he was, he's always... That Super Soldier Serum is always at the forefront. That's always at the top of his priority list, trying to get that done. Even, I know, because he probably... I know they didn't allude to it or anything, but as after he, you know, I guess he retired from the military and now he was the Secretary of Defense or whatever, whatever his role was, Secretary Ross, I would imagine that he was still trying to develop that Super Soldier Serum. Um, rest in peace, William Hurt. Yeah. So her past, just like yeah. So again, you as a as a huge company, there's no time that you can prepare for that situation to happen. Right. When one of your key actors pass. It's unfortunate. Hearts and prayers go out to the family. And if you put somebody else just in this role, it's just jarring. Now you yeah. can have all the multiversal events that you want and bring them in from another multiverse. But again, mm. it's kind of like this this genre this community start to get riot you know get the pitchforks when you're mm-hmm. when they're not feeling like they're being heard and and they're not getting the characters they want people are going to want a red hulk he is a very right. popular character not only they will get a red hulk they want to see hulk and red hulk fight right and how much destruction is going to happen in the process fans of your company fans of your characters want to see that and if it's going to be interesting how you're going to play that dynamic anyway, because he got to he got to bring it. Whoever it is, is going to have to bring it. And again, big shoes to fill. Right. I'm just saying what it is. Yeah. But are we going to get a Red Hulk sometime soon? Soon is a very relative term. <laughs> I we mean, we're about to She-Hulk, right? I mean, right. But She-Hulk is going to be focused on Titania versus any Hulk villains. We've been fast forwarding through these introductions of all these new characters because we're trying to establish this 616 world. MCU. Thank you. (laughs) Again, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be going on. Are we we looking at more plot holes and storylines to drop in the future? Or is somebody going to champion this thing, put it all on their back and say, you know what? I'll take these plot holes and storylines and weave them all into a timeline because that's what made the MCU that great in the first place. You took the brothers of 
Endgame and Infinity War and Civil War. Hold on. I think I got you frozen. So I'm, I'm not frozen. <laughs> I'm just sitting here listening to you. What's that you say? You, oh you're God. frozen? Finish your thoughts, sir. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> the Russo brothers <laughs> came together and wrapped all these storylines together and made a great story. Right. Are we looking for the Russos to do this again? Do they have to come in and clean up the mess of the MCU? Because we were talking about Roman just a second ago and how it doesn't make sense where that's gone. We could talk about a, how they really kind of dropped the ball in the sense of, okay, so Scarlet Witch had dealt with a trauma in the end of WandaVision and then and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, she went full-on villain. Um, from a rescue mission to a kidnapping mission. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wait, what? What what happened? Did we miss something? And we don't know how Thor Love and Thunder is going to end. But if, if anything, because Chris has more contract, I think he signed two more movies, of course, directed by the great Tiger, like TT, to go off on more adventures. If they do not introduce Beta Ray Bill in this movie, somewhere along the line, they're going to have to introduce Beta Ray Bill. Again, another fan favorite. People have been pitchforking for his introduction. Um, so Corbinites uh going to have to play a part somewhere along the line. And right. I think if Chris Hemsworth come back to play Thor any iteration after this, which I'm thinking he will play a part in Secret Wars, it's going to be a treat. He's just, he's mastered the character. And even if he walks away from it, he will be the new Hugh Jackman because people are going to want to see no one else in that position. Right. Marvel is smart about doing their legacy titles. So you have Thor Odin's son to the mighty Thor. Then you can have another Thor after that and so on and so forth. You're passing the title along, but people are still fans of that character played by that actor. Who doesn't want to see Robert Downey Jr. comes back as Iron Man? It's not even about the suit. It's about his his impact onto the film. Right. So you're going to have to develop these stories enough to keep people intrigued. So when these actors decide, I played this character now for X amount of years, I think I'm done, to be able to have the story go on. Right. Because if not, <laughs> interest falls. To answer your question of will we need the Russos to come back to clean everything up? I don't think that the Russos necessarily have to be the ones to do it. Um, I do believe that there are writers, there are directors out there that are capable. There's enough stuff for Peyton Reed to do. He don't have to do everything, man. God damn, shit. They want this man to save the world. No, I think there are writers and directors who are capable enough of being able to kind of bring everything together to to make sense to a point. Like I said, I don't think that Kevin Feige, even though, you know, we got this whole thing with the 616, we got this whole thing with Ronan and Captain Marvel. It it seems like to us that it doesn't make sense. It seems like to us it, it just doesn't fit. But two, three movies down the line, it's all going to come out and be like, 
oh, that's why they did X, Y, Z. And I, I feel like it's it's a long play. And so I think that they have this. They and have I'm this here for Bible. There, there's <laughs> a book of, I believe that there's a book of MCU continuity that they have. It's called the Book of Ashanti. <laughs> <laughs> that one got burned up. One. But it was a copy. It was just a copy. That was the That's that wasn't the Kevin original. Feige has a real one. Kevin Feige has <laughs> a real one. It's in the pocket dimension. It's under his hat. That's where it is. It's under his hat. <laughs> I always wonder what was under there. I always wonder. But there is all of the stuff that we worry about, all of the stuff that the fans complain about, the stuff that doesn't make sense. I do believe that they have an answer for it. And it's because every time something like this happens, where after Multiverse of Madness came out, they asked Sam Raimi, they asked the writers, they asked, you know, especially like when it came to John Krasinski uh, being Reed Richards. Will we see John Krasinski as Reed Richards again? And the answer that they give was, well, we've talked about it. I can't tell you anything. If he's going to come back, that's above my pay grade. These things are being discussed. All the questions that we have regarding all of this stuff, all of it's been talked about. They've, I would imagine they've had extensive conversations about all these things. The fact that we don't know the answers is just that. There's a retreat that they go on that they go to a lake house. And they sit down oh, and they wow. study. <laughs> they, they they study the MCU Bible and they start working and they start weaving. They have a big whiteboard and they have a big cork board. They start stringing red yarn to connect characters and they connect universes. It's all planned out as they should. <laughs> and, and and like I said, you know, and we we've said this on the show many times before. We are not just blindly following the MCU. We don't tout everything that they do as gospel. Everything that they do is not great. We've said plenty of times that things that they've done is not super. So if there's yeah, something... The beautiful part about it is they learn from their mistakes and then they come along and hit you with the wham! You thought we, <laughs> we meant this. Did you? No. Right. But they're good about cleaning it up. Yeah, they so. they they retcon stuff all the time. I mean, like the whole thing about true? in Iron Man two with the little kid at the Stark Expo. They said they came out what eight years later. Say yeah, that was Peter Parker. That was Peter yeah. Parker's first introduction to Iron Man. Like, like uh, he didn't uh, have to say that, but didn't they? They put it out there. And I so, think it was an opportunity to say it, and it was like sure, okay. Like, yeah, sense. sure. Timeline <laughs> matches up, sure. But so the thing about it is that they have they have things planned out. And if they find themselves kind of back into a corner, it was like, all right, you know what? We introduced this. This really doesn't make sense. So we need to like they need to write right their way out of the corner. They need to retcon something. They can absolutely do that. But especially with yeah, now things stuff. things things are multiversal, you have variants and all this other kind of stuff. They can find they, a way to to get themselves out of out of a out of a jam. A lot so of I, I I don't have any Spider, Spider, you ever put the Christmas lights up and it goes like this and then there's a bunch of little wires all together and then it goes like this on the other end? Doesn't mean it ain't pretty. You plug it up, all those lights come on, and it's like, okay, how do I untangle this? Or right. I can just leave it alone. <laughs> so we'll have to see exactly That's what the they MCU's do. Timeline. Right. But I, I have no I have no worries. I have no uh oh, I have frozen. some concerns. There you go. I have some concerns about it. 
you know, because there are some things that, like we said, we want to see the end product, end product of it. We want to see a resolution to this. With Ronan, you introduced him. You you brought him back in Captain Marvel. He died in Guardians of the Galaxy. It was one of those ones. He was vaporized by the Power Stone. That's a death. That's a that's not one of those ones. If we don't see a body, then we don't know if they're dead. That was he is gone. But (laughs) see, and so here's the thing: we saw Red Skull get vaporized by the Tesseract at the end of the Captain America: The First Avenger. Teleported, sir. He was teleported by the Tesseract. At the time, Tesseract is a doorway. Well, at the time, we didn't know that. At the time, we Mm. didn't know that he was being teleported. Mm -hmm. And he shows up in Infinity War. Is he back now because the Soul Stone has been returned? There's so many unanswered questions that someone's gonna have to sweep up the plot lines. I don't. I don't. I, I don't sense. think that. I don't think that Red Skull is a question that MCU is gonna answer. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna revisit that. Uh Hmm. Red Skull could be right there waiting for Anthony Mackie's fellow Captain America to deal with. Because there is confirmed the Captain America 4 yes. and Anthony Mackie starring in the role. So, Seth, Red Skull could be like, ha-ha, I'm back, bitches. Oh, Captain America, you look different. And he's <laughs> Anthony Mackie could be like, dude, I don't even know you. Exactly. He's like, I don't even know, I don't <laughs> I know, you. know you. I have no idea who you are. I didn't get the Captain America uh Transfer right. packet. Steve. I don't. I don't know who everybody. Steve is based. I don't know what Steve, Steve went through. <laughs> Steve didn't give me his little book. I, I didn't get his little book. Didn't I, didn't, book. I didn't get it. I don't know what's book. going on. But so, um, I, mean, I don't know. Be interesting. If not, then who is he fighting? That's a good. Another question. He could be fighting Zemo. <laughs> he could be fighting Zemo again. Zemo could break out. Zemo back in jail. Zemo is back in jail. Be- it feel like we just, and not only just jail, he's being taken to the raft. So are we going to see somebody breaking the raft? Who else is even in the raft? That is, that's a good question. That is right. a good question. Are we holding mutants in the raft? Is Omega Red in the raft? I mean, oh, fuck you, MCU. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> You're not about to give me brain, uh, Oh, it's like there's, there's so many unanswered questions. There's, but there are also so many possibilities. Like you said, there are there's a lot so of characters in the MCU. We don't know who can get pulled in. It's anybody can get pulled into any movie at any point. We don't know. Leave who. us your best predictions of who you think villain-wise is coming in the MCU in the comment sections. I'd love to see it, and we can have that conversation whenever you're ready. Because it's a massive multiversal situation that's going on that we're going to need not only the Young Avengers, but the Dark Avengers and the regular Avengers and, God damn it, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And we need help. We need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might need the villains, too, or the anti-villains to deal with some of these threats that's coming. But we'll have to see. Like we said, leave it in the comments. Let us know who you think is going to be showing up in the MCU. Remember, Thanos Thanos is literally dead. You're crazy crazy if you don't think Thanos is coming back in some kind of way. He's already in What If and stole the show. Josh Brolin kills 
this character every time, man. Thanos and T'Challa being best friends. That was something that I never thought I'd see. Who saw that coming? After, <laughs> after Thanos pushed T'Challa in the face in, in the real MCU, you would never thought they'd be friends. <laughs> but like we said, it's a multiverse. It's madness. Who knows what could happen? But if you like the video and you like the discussion, go ahead and like it. Uh, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about it. Subscribe to the channel so you can be updated when we post a new video, but don't forget to hit that bell so you get those notifications. Again, if you want to listen to the podcast, we are on all major podcast streaming services. And if you want to reach out to us, you can tweet at us at ATSuperPod. But we have to, I mean, it, it, it's, we're coming up on a summer filled with superhero content. So you best prepare. Buckle up. It is going to be a wild ride. Is this now X Force or Wakanda Forever? Which that, one? Because oh, it's that's so always going to be. Is it is it this way Wakanda Forever or is it this way Wakanda Forever? It's left over right. It's, <laughs> it's left over right. X Force. Left over right is Wakanda Forever. <laughs> right over left is X Force. Uh, but we'll see. But until next time, thank you all for joining us. We'll see you in the next episode.